0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The ANC's quest for renewal has moved up a notch, they say, with the party's electoral committee announcing that all the candidates for national and provincial lists, including ministers, premiers, and MECs, will have to undergo interviews to assess their capacity to do the work candidates who perform badly in the interviews will be removed from the list and stand no chance of reaching parliament um the, the, the secretary of uh, the electoral committee says that the main purpose of uh, the rules and processes guiding the nominations was to ensure that branches nominate candidates who have the skills and experience to go to parliament let's hear from the secretary of the nc's electoral committee chief Lubwani uh, matsila joins and, uh, joining us on the line good morning to you sir and thank you very much for jo- for your time
1: no, thank you very much, and good
0: morning to our listeners, our FM. Yeah, let's get a little bit more on this, how this will work. You know, um, the NC has this tradition and culture that says, you know, people don't uh, put themselves up uh, for positions. You don't uh, uh, put your hand up for nomination to positions and so on. Um, that if it, the party seems, deems it right, they will deploy you where needs be. But this now seems to suggest that people are actually going to have to step forward and say that I have a desire to serve or to, um, you know, to take up a position or such and such a position, and therefore put them subject themselves to this process. Tell us about what your the, the thinking is here or where the change of uh, um, thinking is, is coming from here.
1: No, indeed, we we're looking at the, the, the process um, afresh and making some fundamental reforms. Um, You don't necessarily have to put yourself forward to say that uh, you have got these kinds of skills, but you may make yourself available when we start with our branch uh, general meetings. This is where it starts. The Mm -hmm. branches of the ANC are the ones that will nominate lists, and we need three lists there. Mm -hmm. We need the uh, province to province list, and we also need the national to national list and also the provincial list for the legislatures. So it really starts with the ordinary members of the ANC at the branch level uh, compiling the list and indicating who they will want to represent them uh, in parliament and legislatures. In that there are criteria that we have set to say people should have the skills and the qualifications and the experience to be able to serve in the legislatures and parliament. And the point we make is that. Those institutions are law-making and policy-making institutions and we need people with the capacity to be able to make laws and, and pass policies. So that's, that's where we, we, we are
0: at, at the current moment. All right, and then uh, I mean, obviously, the, what kind of uh, characteristics will you be looking for? What kind of qualifications are you going to be looking for? I mean, are they? Are you going to be putting down a set of minimum requirements for certain roles, uh, where maybe yeah, where it differs depending on the level or where you want to serve? Or tell just, just tell us how you, you go, how that's going to work.
1: Yes, we'll, we'll look at uh, different uh, levels. Uh, we we are saying that this time around. Uh, anybody who wants to be a candidate for the 2024 um, list process should uh, preferably have a post-matric qualification that implies mm. uh, diploma or degree or higher qualifications. Mm. Um, it's a serious departure from when we were looking at the local government selection process, where mm. we only needed matric. But we think that there are other comrades, uh, you know, who would have the functionality and professionalism and experience to be able to serve as members of the legislatures and parliament without necessarily having formal qualifications. Mm. They will have equivalent of formal qualifications. That should be considered uh, in a form of uh, recognizing and um, prior learning and experience. Uh, so it's a, it's a question of balancing also issues of gender, Mm. Issues of the ge- geographical spread to ensure that everybody, irrespective of race, ethnicity, uh, or culture, is included in the list, so that mm. the list is representative of the broader South African society.
0: What are you going to be placing a premium on? I mean, you've mentioned there that, that, that you are, you do have other considerations that uh, and other imperatives such as gender parity and so on. How then, in your, you know, in you, you going about uh, assessing suitable candidates are you going to decide what will be the deal breaker so to speak you know so you may be ticking the box in terms of being a woman and uh, uh you being a, a, a young person or whatever the consideration is but that ultimately you won't pass master because of uh, your qualifications
1: yes i think the the litmus test will also be the interviews where we are seeing that everybody who is nominated on mm-hmm. the list is going to be interviewed uh, Mm. thoroughly to assess their suitability to be able to be deployed into the legislature Mm. and parliament. So those interviews are not a formality Mm. um, and they are not um, a lip service kind of exercise. Uh, You know, people will, will either pass or fail the interviews. And if they fail the interviews, they may not make it onto the list and, and and we are saying that it doesn't really matter if you are currently an MP or a minister or an MSC or a premier. All of uh, our candidates
0: yeah.
1: as n- n- nominated will go through the interviews.
0: So how are you going to... Uh, when do you intend to start uh, implementing this? Is this uh, starting with the next election? or And then where does that leave those that... Uh, uh, already, um, you know, deployed to the various legislatures or municipalities, uh, or you know, count, yeah, uh, who may not pass this test, you know, that that you cannot have a cohort of, uh, you know, caterers uh, to use your your parlance, um, that have gone through this uh, stringent test. Um, um, yet they find themselves sitting in chambers, uh, in um, you know councils or legislatures, and so on, with people who fall well below this grading.
1: Uh, yes, you are correct uh, in the sense that there is already a process underway, especially at the National Parliament, where all our members of Parliament are, uh, are going through a performance review process. We'll also take that into account when we, you know, consider. The list for the new term of office. So, if there are those that are not performing in the current term of office, it means that they may not be considered for the next term of office. But what we are doing is that the process that is underway that we start now in August is not going to have impact on the current term of office, but the 2024 term of office going forward. Mm. That's what we are preparing for, so that we we don't. uh, Uh, have similar situations where people are in Parliament, but they are not functional at all. Mm. So we want to ensure that there is improved uh, performance going forward.
0: Okay, so they will also come in for some kind of, uh, as you say, performance review, those that are already there.
1: Yes, the process is already underway. Uh, As the Electoral Committee will then ask um, those that are responsible to finish us with that information so that we use that in in considering um, submissions of lists to the National Executive Committee.
0: Okay, thank you so much um, Chief uh, Liwani who uh, Matsila who is uh, the head of Electoral the secretary of the NC's Electoral Committee. I appreciate your time.
1: Thank you so much for the enlightening uh, interview.
0: Thank you sir. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.